and welcome to Art Waves, a podcast about arts and culture in small rural towns. My name is Marian Myers, and I'm curious to learn more about the arts and the impact they have on my small town of Port Perry in the rural township of Skugog, Ontario, in the traditional territory of the Mississaugas of Skugog Island. I've discovered a wide variety of passionate people creating, coaching, and connecting in my community. And today we're talking to Marnie Thornton. And Marnie Thornton is a professor at Durham College here in Durham in the music business program. So welcome, Marnie. Thank you, Marion. This is pretty exciting. I'm happy to be here. Great. Huh? I'm glad you're here too. Um, because I, you know, I'd known about you because of uh, a staff member that we had hired, oh, it's uh, three years ago now, and uh, a student that you had taught, Melissa Rada. Yeah. Um, yeah, really cool. So great to get to meet you this way. So, Marnie, first of all, tell everybody uh, uh, your background. How did you get to be a professor in the music business program? Wow. Thank you. I actually ended up, I studied journalism at Ryerson when it was called Ryerson back in the day. And uh, I fell into the music business. I was um, hired by someone who had her own PR company. And through that, I ended up uh, being recommended for a receptionist position at uh, what is now called SEMA, the Canadian Independent Music Association. Back then it was called SERPA. And they administered Factor, which is an independent uh, funding organization for the, sorry, for the independent sector of uh, the Canadian music industry. So it kind of ballooned from there. I worked at Factor for a while, and then I moved over to SOCAN, worked in their member services department, and then was made aware of a teaching opportunity uh, at Durham College in Oshawa, which sounded very appealing to me. It was great timing because I was looking for something else to do. And it sounded like a really fun and creative place to be where I could help people get on the path to their, uh, to their own dreams in the music business. And when you were at SOCAN, you did things for the members there, like member mm -hmm. service events. And, mm -hmm. um, and did you run their performing rights program or uh, there, did you do there? It was, right, I was in member services and it was mostly event planning. So I would help the team, I was part of the team that would plan the annual SOCAN awards and would also plan SOCAN's presence at various music industry events, mainly conferences across the country. So I would plan things like um, networking events for SOCAN members, uh, something called uh, words and music, or sorry, songs and stories, I believe it was called at the time, where songwriters would perform uh, in uh, as part of the industry conference and give them performance opportunities. We would also have information sessions for members or should be members for uh, SOCAN to let them know what SOCAN does and the benefits for joining SOCAN. So it was really an amazing spot where I got to meet a lot of people in all different parts of the music business across the country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell us now about your role as a, as a professor at Durham College in the music program. What do you do? What's it like? 
the best part, of course, is the students. They are amazing. Every year I get to meet a new batch of amazing people, uh, young people, of course, everybody's younger than I am now, uh, young people who want to make their way in the music business. And I am privileged to teach them things like uh, the networking course that I teach, event planning, event planning theory. And then we also put that into practice when students plan and execute events for real, for the public. I teach contract law. I teach um, another course that's called Music Business Practicum, where the first and second year students work together running what we call enterprises, which are record companies, um, artist management, events production. They're in the studio producing. They're, they produce a newsletter, do promotions and publicity, all kinds of things. I'm forgetting a lot of them. There are 13 of these different enterprises. That's pretty unique. Are they the same? Is that the same group that would then be doing like the Oshawa Music Week program as part of event planning? Yeah. So the first year students in the second semester, which is coming up in January, will put on different events that are part of the umbrella of Oshawa Music Week, which is what the second year students do in the winter semester. So uh, Oshawa Music Week, our second year students, they spend a lot of time and energy using their skills and knowledge to put on a bunch of events during the first week of April. And the first year students whom I teach uh, will contribute some events to that as well. So yeah, yeah, it is the same group, the first and second year students, yeah. So so tell us about the overall music business program that's mm-hmm. there, like beyond the ones that you're teaching. Yeah. What's, what's that program like? It's amazing, and it's one of a kind. Uh, we have a full curriculum dealing with music business, so the business side of music. And it's a two-year or three-year program, so students can take two years and graduate with a diploma or opt into the third year and graduate with a an advanced diploma and all of the courses cover everything you can think of that is part of the music business so from event planning as i was mentioning there's music history and appreciation they take overview courses of what the music business is who does what in the business what the jobs are they learn about copyright law and contract law tour management artist management music publishing Um, graphic design, everything you can think of is covered. So our students graduate either after two or three years with tons of skills and knowledge. I like to think they're absolutely entry level anywhere in the music business or even maybe with their knowledge and skill and hands-on experience with the program and the the contacts that they make while they're here, maybe a little bit above entry level. And what kind of jobs do they get? Tell us about some of the the things you've heard about them doing. Absolutely. Our graduates are, again, in every aspect uh, of the music business. A lot of students end up in rights management, so places like the the CMRA or the Canadian Musical Reproduction Rights Association uh, in SOCAN. They work at indie labels, they work at major labels, they work at publishing companies. They are freelance working as tour managers or live sound tech. Um, I'm forgetting things, I'm sure, but they can be found everywhere. We are, the graduates of our program are 
all over the place in the music business. Yeah. yeah, it's really exciting. Well, I know, um, so you've taught, as I mentioned earlier, one of the people that has worked yeah. for us and, and she does, has been doing a lot of event planning with us, does a lot of social media and so on with Skugog Arts. So that's mm -hmm. cultural programming that we do, including music. Mm -hmm. Um, and you've, and we just hired somebody as well. Who's one of your, um, uh, uh, I'm going to say foreign student, but I don't know oh. that that's what they're still called anymore. Anyway, Sarah Gomez, we've got yeah. working for us doing things. Amazing. And um, yeah, that's kind of cool. So there's, I want to go sort of two directions. Mm -hmm. How is it that Durham College um, attracts people from Columbia? Yes, we have a lot of international students and Sarah is one of them. Uh, she's wonderful. She will do a great job. Uh, working with you, I have no doubt. Our international students, uh, I was just talking to one gentleman about this yesterday, um, and the majority find Durham College in Oshawa from places like India, Colombia, um, oh, of course, I'm going to draw a blank, naturally. Uh, we have three Colombian students right now. Um, hmm. Anyway, we can, I can fill in that later, maybe. <laughs> one of those um, edits we can do. But uh, students come from all over to um, learn about the business aspect of music. So uh, for example, the young man I spoke to yesterday is very involved in production. And he does a lot of his own production work in India, but he found Durham College just Googling music business and uh, schools. And he found us because our curriculum again is strictly business. It's not um, creative in terms of, well, it is creative, but we don't teach music theory, we don't teach uh, performance. So our curriculum has lots of room for the business courses that I had mentioned earlier. And that's what a lot of international students come to us for. So they may already have a background in music in some way, like Sarah has done a lot of event planning um, and I was uh, mentioning this this gentleman who has done a lot of production, and um, <clears throat> now they want to fill in the blanks of you know the legal aspects or the management mm -hmm. aspects, etc., and uh, royalty streams, etc. So that's what attracts them because there is no course available elsewhere or no program available elsewhere that covers so much business uh, subject matter. Yeah. Now, Melissa was telling me uh, that when she took uh, courses from you, that you really emphasized volunteering in the field quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Why, why do you do that? And what do students get out of that? Yeah, absolutely. It is a really great opportunity in the music business to volunteer because there are lots of them, especially now that uh, COVID restrictions are uh, released so now people can get back to the in-person uh, networking aspect, which is huge in the music business. So um, volunteering at industry events such as Canadian Music Week or Indie Week um, up in, I know Melissa recruited some volunteers for the street party she put together in Port Perry a little while ago. Uh, there's also the Small World Festival that one of our, stu our graduates is, uh, is running 
that that loves to have volunteers and it's really a great opportunity for students to see how these events are put together behind the scenes to contribute to that to apply the skills and knowledge that they learn in the different courses that they take with us and as important uh, to meet people in the music business uh, which is really helpful once they graduate they already have contacts that they can uh, work with or reach out to to ask questions of and to to find more opportunities with so that's one of the really great opportunities that our students have and that's why we encourage it is to help them start building their networks and to start applying what they're learning in the program mm-hmm. now and you do a music practicum right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and just that, describe how that yeah, works. Sure. That's where we have, uh, again, the first and second year students meet once a week in a classroom. And the rest of the that's when we sort of update each other on what each of them is doing in their enterprises. So these students are working in sort of a microcosm of the industry that we have set up within the music business practicum course. So they take that for four semesters. They're... Um, they're required to apply for jobs at these different enterprises. They're interviewed and they're ultimately hired and they have to get 25 to 30 hours of hands-on practical work within these enterprises. So it could be an artist management company. It could be a record label. It could be events production. It could be publicity and promotions. It could be photography um, it could be in studio, mm-hmm. uh, it could be songwriting sessions, all of those uh, types of opportunities are available. So students get to try it out. They get to work with an artist in some capacity or work with each other in terms of branding, uh, creating logos, uh, putting on events, and they can see how it feels to work really work for real in that capacity and they may think this is for me i really want to pursue this or i never want to plan another event again it's too crazy for me <laughs> so yeah. it gives them that opportunity to to try things out and as we also discussed to make mistakes it's okay to make mistakes although not okay to fail the course but it's okay to make mistakes now because you have that experience to learn by making a mistake before you get into the industry where it might cost you a little bit more than a few marks. Um, And we also call it our resume building uh, course because they can put on their resumes that yes, I did actually work with an artist or I did actually put on events or I was actually in a studio and I did actually publish a newsletter or interview people or at the radio station. That's another one at the right radio. Uh, station that the college um, provides an opportunity for students um, so they can put that under um, their skills and knowledge on their resumes as sort of a volunteer but a not paid um, place for them to learn these skills while they're still in school yeah so I think Durham region's pretty lucky then that they've got Durham college right there Absolutely. with yeah. these young people looking for jobs and volunteering in this area. Mm-hmm. So it's a, you know, it's a good music scene, I think, going on here. Definitely. Definitely. Is. And There's then lots of talent in the, in the Dur- in Durham region to be, to be found and um, help to, to bring to the public. Yeah. Now the, the music program is part of a, a, 
larger program group at Durham College, right? That media art and design, I think, is the overarching one for the That's college. It. Yes, exactly. The yeah. Faculty of Media Art and Design. So uh, it, that means there's there's other sort of let's call them silos um, that are other areas. How do you, how does the music management group interact with those other silos or do they? Uh, they do, they do, but not nearly as much as they could. And this is something that um, is kind of obvious to, to us to, and to students. I had one student actually asked me about this a little while ago. Like, like, why do we work more with the other programs? And it's an excellent question. It's definitely on our radar, and we have provided um, some opportunities to have programs collaborate. So, for example, there is there is journalism, there is photography, there is video and filmmaking, uh, there's broadcasting, there's public relations, there's graphic design. All of those programs can... Um, work together it takes some doing those some logistical planning ahead of time that that's what we need to focus on and i would like to have a start we did a number of years ago have uh, a networking opportunity for students in all of these different um, programs within media art and design to get together to meet each other because again here's a network that the students in all of these programs can start building uh, with and so when they meet each other it might be hey there's somebody in music business and when I'm putting my film together and adding music they can help me with the legalities that are required there or maybe somebody needs uh, some um, some design work done for their release you know vinyl is certainly coming back and bringing design work back into album covers would be amazing and and uh marketing and stuff like this um, so we have invited our photography and video students to come to the events that we put on uh, mostly the, the oshawa music week events in early april to to take photographs and and to take video so that they can practice and uh, there are these live events happening that they can take advantage of and we love to have them come out so those are some ideas that are in the works that are already happening and there's certainly lots of room to to build and grow with the other programs for sure that we're working on that as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's interesting. We're, we're lucky to be a smaller city next to a bigger city. And then here we are up in Port Perry, a small town next to a smaller city. And there's mm -hmm. those advantages that we've got of being close to a big music center like Toronto. Yet here we are in a small town and there's, you know, some advantages to being in a small town and coming out and making things happen in a small town. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any recommendations for what small towns can do? There's lots of them all around this area. What, what can we do uh, with music as it relates to our arts and culture scene? Wow, what a great question. And um I love it. I think there are lots of opportunities. As we mentioned just a few moments ago, there's tons of talent we're aware of in Oshawa and even within our program. So even if that's just a little, um, you know, snapshot of what's out there uh, outside of Oshawa and the Durham region and in Port Perry, and I just spoke to uh, someone in Lindsay who has a great youth um, program there that was just sounds mind-blowing where music uh, is going to play a role or is already playing a role and I think that um, 
just focusing, finding the talent that is there, regardless of what it is, music, photography, painting, um, anything along those lines, sculpture, all the arts that are there and finding opportunities to expose them to, to the community. Uh, it's a lot of fun. One of our um, groups years ago put on an event on campus that invited students from uh, the fine art program to um, display some of their works along with, I think they had tattoo artists in the community and certainly there was live music performing. And I mentioned this just to Sarah the other day <laughs> in a meeting yeah. um, that we could, you know, have more of the multidisciplinary um, uh, arts together, put together in an, in an event. And maybe, you know, like in Port Perry, having open mics, for example, the street party that Melissa did in the fall is a great idea to have, um, you know, maybe buskers or something and, and putting on events in that regard, having tours. I know that you have in Skugog um, studio tours, which is fantastic. So featuring wandering minstrels for example might be a, a way to pull some of the musicians and songwriters in the community out and give them some uh, some profile yeah it's cool and we we run up in port perry a really big um culture days program we take right. advantage it's it's a national program but we work really closely with ontario culture days and we're a hub so we're one of their you know, 10 or so hubs in Ontario up here, little old Port Perry. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so, and, we, and it's really multidisciplinary. Yeah. It's, it's everything um, when we put on a festival like Culture Days. So yeah, fantastic. Uh, yeah, we've got to start working more closely together on that because mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's lots of things we can be experimenting with too, because our community here and the visitors we attract to it they're really interested in in such a wide scope of things. It'd be fun to work on and and mm -hmm. work with you on in the future too. So absolutely, looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think one of the challenges we've always had with something that happens, it's um, always the the end of September is mm -hmm. that well we struggle even to reach out to the high school students because they're only just back at school yeah and yeah so we've got to work on it this spring Marnie I think kind of <laughs> get something going so that we're ready deal. next fall deal. yeah okay good You're on. Deal. and I yeah. believe Melissa is actually teaching a course for us this uh this winter one of our full-time faculty is on sabbatical so I believe she's filling in with our publicity and promotions course which I'm so excited yeah. about yeah so I know it's really cool. Yeah. So with with her there, we can uh, just you know we can um, make it. It makes it easier to plan that time. We just get together in a room and start brainstorming. So it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 We just we just heard from nationally that Skugog was fourth in the country in small towns for participation oh, in culture days. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Congratulations. That's wonderful. He, it's cool. And I think that having um, a program like that, that well, we can take it in any direction we mm -hmm. want. Mm -hmm. It's just free to the public. That's the thing is yeah. finding that we want to pay musicians. We want to yeah. pay artists who are demonstrating. Yes, please. We want to pay the actors. <laughs> it's not them giving back free because they're barely scratching a living. Yeah. So we've got to find ways to pay for that. And uh, yet the program's free, which makes it more accessible in the community. And we get visitors from all over for it. So yeah. Oh, fabulous. Be, yeah. 
I love Great Port Perry. I'm having withdrawal pains. I need to get to Port Perry soon because I just, I miss it. I love it. <laughs> oh, cool. That's cool. And so what's next things, for you? Um, well, one of the things I was just going to mention that, that uh, we talk about and the program is trying to have students, graduates stay in the area. You mentioned being close to Toronto, which is fantastic. It's a great opportunity, uh, close for students and graduates to get to to find places to work and to network. But there is so much talent in Durham Region that it would be wonderful to have students and graduates stick around, as they do, um, and really focus on building more of the industry in Durham Region. And so that's something else on our radar that, that we can work a little bit harder on in some way with people that are in the community. There are lots of people in the community that have an interest in that as well. So that's on, that's next. That's definitely something on the to-do list to keep working on and expanding. And, um, and I know that you know lots of folks too that we can, that we can work with as well. So that will yeah. be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we're starting to talk here. We're, we're one of, two of the arts councils that are in all of Durham region, but there's lots of other mm -hmm. art enterprises, arts and culture enterprises to work with. We're, we're talking about starting a, uh, a regional arts council and, yeah. there you, go. you know, so that's, that's one way for us to get all those different silos together and break down some of the, some of the barriers that we've got and Ooh. yeah, have some fun. Sounds great. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, I think we have cool. to have to remember that the the root of it all is is the fun, right? It is hard work, but it's it's so much fun when you see the result of that. That's one of the great things about working in music is there's all that hard work that goes on beside behind the scenes, all the negotiation, all the discovery of talent and the development of the talent and it's all one great huge emotional experience that when it's delivered in a live show, for example. Uh, you know, I've had those moments where it's like, yes, this this is what it's all about. And we have to always remember that moment when it all comes together and we have the community there that are appreciating the art, the artist and the artistry that's in front of them and just so gratifying. And um, I love that you're talking about paying artists and musicians because you're right, they often are kind of... Um, always called upon because of what they can add to our lives and what they can add to an event. And musicians are always willing to step up and do that, but they need to be paid. So that's, uh, that's something to focus mm -hmm. on as well. Mm -hmm. Well, you're right. And it, it, we offer free events for people to come out to mm -hmm. and, but we need to pay musicians, actors, mm -hmm. uh, even even the tech people, uh, they're all part of what that culture is and mm -hmm. uh, they need to be paid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That. So anything else coming up for you on the horizon? Or? Um, just uh, right now is the marketing marathon time towards the end of the semester. And then next semester uh, is a highlight for students because they are uh, working on Oshawa Music Week events and the first year events that contribute to Oshawa Music Week as well. So they, I believe Oshawa Music Week is scheduled for April 3 to 8. And those events will range from um, 
uh, let me think, the second year students are, are going to be starting working on that. Usually um, they present educational seminars um, and performance uh, between the first and second year students. There will be a combination of those available for the public to come and see throughout that week, which is going to be pretty exciting. So that's that's next. That's what's on uh, my mind and the minds of students as they wrap up the semester and uh, and get ready for next semester. So that's always pretty exciting. And and so if, mm-hmm. if, if the public's hearing this, mm-hmm. um, how might they, how do they find out more things about Oshawa Music Week? Is, is there a website that's set up that's just about yep. Oshawa Music Week? There is an Oshawa Music Week website um, that... Um, I'm, to be honest, I'm not sure of its status right now, but my colleague, Tony Sutherland, um, who would also be a great um, person to speak to about Oshawa Music Week on your podcast, because he leads the second year students in in their mission. And um, he's also um, key in the Oshawa Music Awards um, that is developing as well. So um certainly by Googling Oshawa Music Week or giving a call to uh, the music business program. Our coordinator is John Starling, and uh, he can provide information as well. We make sure that he has what everyone needs to know. And to just keep an eye out on social media, students will be getting busy working on uh, getting the word out about that as well, um, starting uh, probably fairly early in January to save the dates. Um, And... um, yeah, just keep an eye out for more information as it becomes available. Yeah, and people might want to come from a distance mm-hmm. to just see what's going on and what's mm-hmm. happening with it. It's not meant for Oshawa mm-hmm. residents or... Right, oh yeah, you know, yeah. anywhere, come. anybody from anywhere, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, mm-hmm. thank you, Marnie. It's been just um, great talking to you. So Likewise, uh, Marion, for- thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, you're really welcome. It's Marnie Thornton, who's a professor at uh, Durham College that I've been talking to. And so to our audience, I want to say chi miigwech for spending time with us today. And thanks to The Wanted for their song Before the Fall and the Ontario Trillium Foundation for the grant that got this done. You can visit scugogarts.ca to get the scoop on what we're up to and all our fairs and festivals and music things coming up. And hit the uh, subscribe button and join us every Tuesday for an episode of Art Waves.